Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the two-game Olympic basketball slate that starts Wednesday night. This is the semi-final games. Super excited to watch both of these games. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. Just uploaded a video for the first NFL preseason game of the season, the Hall of Fame game, Steelers-Cowboys. Make sure to check that one out, guys. Starts on Thursday. I also make videos for PGA Day, Fantasy Sports, and NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I will also upload an Apple podcast. I will link in the description below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, now is the perfect time. I offer three different packages, NFL, it includes preseason, uh, NBA, which includes Olympic basketball and uh, Summer League, which is starting up in a couple of days, and then eSports, includes Call of Duty and CSGO, and then Gold Package, which is a combination of everything. Again, I, I put out roster construction videos, player pools, do private um, live streams, every single slate. So definitely worth it, guys. Put a ton of work into it. And again, now is a good time with uh, the, the beginning of the month starting up. And then I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So two different ways you can play Prize Picks. Again, they don't have Olympic men's basketball stuff up yet, but I expect that to be later today, uh, tomorrow. So first way is you take over under on fancy points. Uh, Prize Picks will post players in the scores. You either take the over or the under or single stats. So they will post, you know, over under. You can take over under points. They'll have assists. They'll rebound. So um, I like it. Again, it's a nice change of pace. If you guys want to try it out, you can sign up. Use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word. I'll have a link down below. You'll get 100% match up to $100. So basically, you deposit $100 using my code. You get a free $100 to play with. And finally, I just want to thank you guys again for everything, for all of your support on the live streams, on Twitter, as well as on these YouTube videos. If you could, leave a like button on the live stream. Let's, or leave a like button on the YouTube video. Let's try to aim for 100 likes on this one. Subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't go live. We'll have a busy date uh, on Thursday with NFL and Olympic basketball, but planning to do live streams for both. And uh, all right, so before we talk about players and the prices for this two-game slate, we can look back lineup here from the last uh, main slate, the four-game slate. So just finished out of the money in the main slate uh, because Nico Mannion decides he doesn't want to make a shot. One of ten shooting. One of ten. Really, Nico Mannion. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, I did make some money back in the showdown uh, on DraftKings, and then I also cashed on FanDuel. So uh, even though I, I just missed in the main slate in tournaments, I uh, did make some back in the showdown. So, so let's go over my lineup. Uh, Luca, Brasino, KD, Polinara, Nicholas K, Manning, Yabuselli, and Landuel. So uh, on Patreon, I was hammering home. Both use both Australian centers. They are too cheap. Nicholas K went for 29 fancy points. Jack Landon went for 34 in a blowout. Um, my spend-ups, Luka Doncic did get hurt by the blood a little bit, got pulled about three and a half minutes left. Now, you may think, oh, three and a half minutes, not, not that big of a deal. It's actually massive for Luka. Three and a half minutes is like seven, eight fancy points. So he was probably would have got close to 60 fancy points if the game would have stayed close. So blowout hurt him a little bit. And then Kevin Durant was solid. Again, the small forward is pretty weak, so I used him as my other spend-up. Value, so Brasino was a little bit of a letdown. Again, though, I was looking to punt that position. I was either going to punt it or spend up with Fournier. Um, there was a few guys, you know, Value shooting guards. None of them really did good, but it allowed me to get, you know, those stars into my lineup. Polinaro was one guy I was also very high on, over 27 fancy points. Really liked him. 
And then, yeah, Yabby Sally was a lot down, only played 11 minutes, and obviously Nico Manning was one that really hurt. He was low-owned. If he just has a decent shooting game, I have, I have a big night in the main slate, but decided to shoot one of 10. So sometimes that's the way it goes, but I uh, was definitely on the right path here and just had some bad variance there with Nico Manning and his shooting. Uh, but that's it for luck back, guys. Hope you had a good day. I know a lot of you guys had uh, continuing to make some money here on these main slates in the show on site, so looking good. And again, let's keep it rolling for this uh, two-game slate. So let's take a look at the Vegas odds. Australia and USA, it's a 179 and a half over under. United States are 11 and a half point favorites. And Slovenia, France, 174 and a half over under. Slovenia, two and a half point favorites. So we'll start off on the Australia side. And at the top, Patty Mills. I really like him at 10.6K. Only played 25 minutes last game. Not worried at all. That game was just a massive blowout. Other three games, 35, 36, 33. And I do think he might play a couple more minutes too. Maybe 37 to 38 minutes because... This is a game that should be trailing. I mentioned it with Spain and Ricky Rubio, how he's only playing with low to mid-20s minutes. So I was like, hey, it's do or die time. I think he plays more. I believe Rubio cracked 30-plus minutes. He went off. And that's what I think is going to happen with Patty Mills. I think he's going to play a little bit more. He is their clear go-to guy. He's going to handle the ball a ton. Great score. I really like Patty Mills. One of my favorite spot-ups there at 10.6K. Now, with Ingles and Thibault kind of in the upper mid-range here, 8.5 and 7K, Ingles, I think, is just a fair play at this price. Uh, should play 30 minutes. Should be, you know, one of their top options in the offense. Can kind of do it all. Um, but the price is kind of just fair. Like, I don't love the price. And then Thibault, 7K, I do think might play a couple extra minutes here. They need his defense against USA. Like, I think he'll guard KD at times. So he's a guy that can obviously, you know, stuff the stats. He gets some blocks and steals. But I don't love the price on DraftKings. Again, I do think he plays more, but it's going to be a little bit difficult to get to him. Two guys like, again, Nicholas Clay, Jock Landle. Australia runs a very tight rotation, seven, eight-man rotation. Now, the one worry here with these two centers, United States like going small. They like pushing the pace and going small, and we saw it with Spain. Spain is a really big roster. Both Gasol bros barely played that game. They, they want a little bit more of a versatile big in Hernan Gomez. So is it possible Kay Landel's minutes go down? Yes. However, even if they go down and they play only like low 20s minutes, I still think they're a little better price. So K at 5-3, like him a good amount here. Again, averaging a high 20s to low 30s minutes. And Jack Landell averaging mid-20s minutes. Both are productive. Both are good scores. I like them both again here at their respective prices. Now, two of the guys I mentioned will be in the rotation, Dante Axum, Matthew Delvadova. Axum is at shooting guard position that is pretty weak. He should play around 20 minutes. You know, can have some upside. He's gone for 21, about 20 fancy points in three of the last four games. So I think a decent value. And then Delvadova, I do expect to play a okay defender, probably plays high teens minutes. Um, a guy that will handle the ball at a time. So another, you know, fair value play, but I don't love it. And then Aaron Baines, again, not going to play, so do not play him. I don't really expect any of these other guys to play. Maybe Goulding gets a, a little bit of run, but not enough for me to consider him at that price. I'm moving on to the United States. So once again, we have Lillard and KD at the top, and I'm going to lean KD. And it's just because he has a much higher floor. Since uh, Drew Holiday and Devin Booker joined this team, the Mets and Lillard have been going down a little bit, where the Mets and KD have been staying consistent. You know, in a competitive game, he should play over 30 Mets. This game projected to stay close, and he played 31 Mets last game against Spain. Now, he's a guy, obviously, that is going to be their clear go-to guy. Guy that can get some rebounds, block some shots, get some steals. So, KD, one of the top options for sure as a spend-up. Damian Lillard, right now, nothing more than a contrarian dart throw. I expect, you know, low to mid-20s minutes, but a little bit hard to prioritize that price point. Uh, then we have Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, uh, Devin Booker. All three I expect to push for 20 to 25 minutes. However, all three... They're not at the best prices. I guess if I had to pick one, it would be Booker since he's the cheapest of the bunch. But 
Still going to be a little bit difficult to get to one of the secondary guys here for USA. Tatum probably comes on the bench and plays around 20 minutes. Again, don't love the price, though. Bam in a bio thing is solid. I think he plays around 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, the issue is he's only center eligible, but I do think he'll he'll be you know have a pretty consistent role on this team. And then Draymond Milton probably play 15 to 20 minutes off the bench, but um, neither or both seem a little bit overpriced. All right, let's move on to Slovenia and France. So the question here is again, what do we do with Luka Doncic? Well, if you play Luka Doncic, you can only play one more star in your lineup. If you fade Luka Doncic, then you can technically get three stars in your lineup. So again, the question is. How well do you think Luka plays? Well, he lost some minutes because of the blowout. He would have played about 37 minutes if the game would have stayed competitive. Um, he had a bad first half only uh, with 18 fancy points. In the second half, he really turned it on and, again, lost some minutes in a blowout. So I do really like Luka here. It's just you're going to have to sacrifice a decent amount to get him in. So, again, the question I'll ask is do you go to Luka or do you not? I think either works, right, because there's other good spin-ups. We talked about Mills. We talked about KD. You know, we'll get to Fournier and some of these other guys in France I think are certainly viable. So I think either way works, right? If you do go Luka, you're going to have to sacrifice a decent amount. If you fade him, then you can get three stars in. It's a little bit easier to build a, a lineup. So, like, if Luka goes for 60-plus, I'll say he's probably needed. If he goes for, like, 50 to 55 I think the winning lineup is probably going to be without him. So this is a really tough call here, and, and the key to the slate is getting Luka right whether or not you play him or you go for the risky fade. Now, the other guys here in Slovenia, if I'm going to go to a secondary option, once again, to me, Mike Toby, as I, you know, I sound like a broken record, but the two-man game with him and Luka Doncic is there. He's gone for double-digit rebounds in each of the first four games. He's a good, he's a good on the offensive end, can hit some threes, can get some putbacks. Went for 13, 11, 2, and 1 last game. Um, you know, I think is a solid play at 8.8K. I do think he's a little bit underpriced. I do think he plays 30-plus minutes. Now, Kanchar, Drogic feel a little bit overpriced. I know Zoran Drogic at the big game last game. Don't, you know, be careful here, right? Yes, he went for 48 fantasy points. He shot 11 of 13. Let's take a look at a couple other games. So he's been very up and down. Against Spain, 24 minutes, 13 fantasy points. Against Argentina, didn't shoot well, 2 of 7. 21 minutes, 14 fantasy points. This game against Japan, shot really well, 10 of 13. Had a really good game. So the upside is there with Zoran, but he does have to hit his shots. So right now, more of a contrarian play. I do think he'll be a little bit over-owned. Um, then we have Prepolic and Blazic. Both lost a little bit of run because Zoran Dragic played so well. I would think Prepolic plays around 20 minutes off the bench. He is a higher usage guy off the bench. And then Blazic probably starts and plays mid-20s minutes. So both those guys are playable at a weaker shooting guard position, but neither really stand out at their respective prices. Couple of guys here to talk about. Ido Miric at 4-7. I expect mid-teens minutes from him. He's not, you know, a very aggressive player on the offensive end. And uh, there's just better plays, I think, at small forward. And finally, I mentioned Ziga Dimic because he's really cheap at 3-7. Probably plays about eight minutes, but I don't think we'll have to go there on this show, on this two-game slate. So let's finish up with France, guys. Uh, Rudy Gobert at the top at 8.6K. Had a good game last game, but I think he's still a little bit overpriced. I expect, you know, 25 to 30 minutes from him. But um, I don't think I want to spend 8.6K for Rudy Gobert. Now, Fournier is a guy I'm definitely considering spending up for. Again, shooting guard is weak. He should play mid-30s minutes in competitive game. This game against USA, competitive 34. Game against Italy, competitive 35 minutes. So he's going to be their top option offense. 28, 21 real-life points in those two competitive games. I do really like the price here on Evan Fournier. Definitely one of my favorite spend-ups. Now, Nando Nicola lost Mets last game. Only played 17. This game was in the middle of the night, so I wasn't able to watch it. He only played 17 minutes, shot low of five. He did have three fouls. So I'll ask you guys this. If you watch this game, 
Did he get an early foul trouble and that's why he lost minutes? Because other games that were close, 32-25. So I'm not really sure. I looked, I saw he had three fouls, so maybe he got an early foul trouble and that's why he lost some minutes. But again, I'll ask you guys, if any of you watched it, let me know on Colo and, and if he got in some foul trouble. But I would think if he stays out of foul trouble and this game stays close, he plays 25 to 30 minutes. He's a good point for a guy because he's going to handle the ball a ton. A guy that's great at assists, got five, eight, five, seven assists. So a little bit interesting. Nicola there is contrarian spend up. And then Nick Batum, talked about him. I really liked him as a safe play. He took over last game, 15, 14, 3, 3, and 2. A massive game for Nick Batum. I know a lot of you guys got onto him. Uh, was very low owned. He was about 10 to 50% owned last night. It's crazy, right? He was that low owned last night. Now he's going to be the chalk of the chalk. He should play over 30 minutes. He's got to kind of do it all. This game, a little bit of an outlier. Like, I wouldn't expect 50 fancy points, but I do think he plays over 30 minutes and probably gets 25 to 30 fancy points. So I think Nick Batum is one of the better plays, you know, in the mid-range. Really do like him at that price, even though he's going to be popular. And then a couple other guys to talk about here. So TLC at 4.5K probably plays 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. Fair play because he's shooting guard eligible. Uh, Hurdle's a guy that played a little bit more last game with DeColo's minutes going down. Uh, 23 minutes, one for 17 fans points. Also a guy that will play the point guard position. Um, a fair value play of 4-3. Uh, Poirier's minutes went down. Did only play six minutes last game, which obviously is going to be difficult to get to him there. Uh, and then Yabuselli started, but only played 11 minutes. Um, so his minutes haven't been huge. He's really, really cheap. Is there a chance he plays more in this game? It's possible. So yes, you can roll the dice in Yabuselli, but I wouldn't expect a ton of minutes from him. All right, guys, so that is going to do it for the breakdown of this two-game slate. Um, hope you enjoyed. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Good luck, and I'll see you all in the live stream Wednesday night.